Okay, it says we're going live. Oh my god, that was the quickest going live I have ever experienced with YouTube. That's the joys of being one of only two people. I know. This is crazy. This is intense. So, hello everybody and welcome to Roundtable with the Stream Team. This is where we get to speak to content creators about, you know, their adventures and what they ended up doing to make them become content creators. Uh, tonight we have Mr. Anchorman V2, or as everyone else calls him, Anchorman, the lover of Fallout 76. Um, <laughs> what do you think uh, I'm playing while we're doing this? Oh, oh, <laughs> we're just gonna start calling you addict from now on because that's what he, that's what he does. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm, I don't plan on ripping on you too much about Fallout 76, <laughs> but I, I will I will do a couple of jabs just like I expect you with Division, so it's totally fine. So uh, the rest of the guys are actually um, they're they're not able to make it today. Uh, Mr. Uh, MJ is a boss as as per usual is stuck with schoolwork unfortunately l boogie is down sick because you know that's what always happens when around this time probably thanksgiving seeing family sick kids you know how that goes and uh old school he cannot do thursday uh, tuesdays because he's, he's stuck at work but uh so just wanted to uh you know make sure you guys knew this so um I, like i said this is uh anchorman uh hello hello salty hey hey the blue how's it going on guys in chat uh Anchorman, why don't you, uh, why don't you go ahead and, uh, I appreciate you coming and, you know, just doing these one-on-ones with me at least. And, uh, so tell everybody, how, how did you become a content creator? Why did you want to do this? Uh, I will say this way. I was bored. You were uh, bored. You were bored. So I got started doing YouTube back in 2013. Uh, my first video was a first impressions video on Battlefield 4 using the Xbox, uh, studio uh, whatever they call it already, I, I stopped using it after so long. <laughs> um, Upload Studio. I used Upload Studio to make my first video. And originally, because I remember I got kind of provoked into doing it because mm -hmm. I was in college. Um, I was a C, no, I was a sophomore in college. Um, I went to UNC Asheville. And I remember I was watching the PlayStation. Uh, Tra uh, teaser trailer at the Super Bowl, and right. then I watched the watch their event, and then I watched Xbox do theirs. But I had jury duty that day, <laughs> so I was like, I remember because it was just such a weird situation, and so I didn't get to watch it until much later. But like I had all the uh, the notes as they were coming out, <laughs> so yeah. I was just looking at stuff. I was like, oh my gosh, like what's what's going on here? What's going on here? And I watched it later, and I, I watched it, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm interested in what Xbox was doing back in 2013, and. I saw a lot of people hating on it, but I wasn't like really on social media like that until later. Like I didn't, I didn't watch YouTube at all. Like I, like the only time I ever did anything for YouTube was, uh, like watching like a, a couple like like Potter Puppet Pals and just stupid little YouTube videos. Yeah. Um, and I remember going through that whole process and saying like, I can't believe people don't like the Xbox One that much. Mm -hmm. I just had a hard time reconciling that, and so I started like hanging out with some of the other uh, other Xbox YouTube people mm -hmm. a little bit. I was always kind of kept at arm's distance, which was fine. I didn't really care, but I met some cool people on Facebook who were uh, go going through their whole spiel, and we I started I started my YouTube channel as uh, the Anchorman V, and I was one of the few Xbox well, pro Xbox people. Um, but I, I was shooting for like kind of like this, um, 
weird tone uh, where it was more kind of like a little snarky, um, but like informative and keeping mm-hmm. videos short. Mm-hmm. Like I was always like five minutes, no more than five yeah. minutes. If it takes me over five minutes, it's not worth not a video worth making. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you you kind of like went into that thought process of hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna make some videos, but I'm just gonna do short, sweet, to the point. You know, yep. as gritty as possible. No BS. Just going right, like right for it. Yep. It was it was all really straightforward stuff. I wanted to make sure it was like put it in layman's terms. Like, what do people like? What do people actually care about? Like, I remember I made uh, one video about. Um, when it came to the earnings reports, see, I I took I took economics. I took economics in college, and so I, I was like I was talking about the earnings reports. You know, when you get down to the end of the financial year, when starts posting all their earnings, that kind of stuff. Right. And I remember looking at it, and I remember thinking about like, okay, because uh, I remember they, they showed off. I can't remember what the the, the revenue was for Xbox. And I was like, someone's gonna look at this revenue thing from microsoft and be like oh man they could buy all of sony based on the mm-hmm. revenue i'm like some idiot is gonna think this is exactly how much money they actually made right. and not realize this is not profit right and someone's gonna make a video claiming that there this is gonna be it so i made a video and i said look anybody who says this don't believe them they don't know the difference between revenue and profit mm-hmm. big difference Lo and behold, a certain YouTuber whose name starts with C came out of video <laughs> saying Xbox could buy PlayStation and Sony with this money. Yeah. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> um, I was not well liked after that. <laughs> so, um, always always while, ruffling people's feathers, even, even early <laughs> in your career. No, it was funny because like I, I had my terrible college internet and could not make sure it went out in time. And so I, I was literally watching it upload and the, the video's uploading. And while that happens, that video comes out and I watch it. I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> I'm going to get in so much trouble for this. So, um, so, so, uh, I mean, what, like what year did you graduate college then? Um, so, so, so I so we have got, a time. So people have a time frame. So I went to college in 2011, fall of 2011, um, I actually you said fall trans- of 2011, not fall yeah, of 2011, because no. I think you said fall of 2011. But go no, ahead. no, my, my love for Fallout's an entirely different story. Like, uh, well, I want, that's I want such to a hear, random thing. I really want to hear that story, but continue, continue with so, school. With school, I was in there. I was doing four years originally, and then after three years, on a, uh, uh, I was. It's a really dumb story again. I got um. Was I was trying to get I was trying to come back early and I had to like apply to go back to my dorm room early and I got well my roommate got approved and I got denied and their reasoning was well there's no one's gonna be on campus I was like but my roommate's gonna be on campus that doesn't make <laughs> like, sense yeah. we're literally in the same room and she's like well if you don't like it you can leave and I said fine <laughs> so on a, on a, on on that thing I said I'm quitting and I applied to my uh, go for college and I actually got approved and I got a full ride to switch. And so literally by the end of spring break, I said, hey, look, you told me to leave. I did. Yeah. Yeah, they, so, can't, they can't say anything. They can't say anything after that. It's, you know, it's, they're just like, hey, whatever you want to do. But that was back when I was kind of an asshole. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I took an extra year, did a full, uh, two years ago for college for two years. And uh, it was good. I I really appreciated it. I, I ended up doing... Um, philosophy poli sci and then picked up a minor in business law okay so 
So uh, I, I did that. So I was still doing YouTube during the entire time. Right. Um, and that's where kind of things picked up a lot faster. So that was right. about. Oh, that was uh, 2015. Gotcha. And and now and now what do you do? Um, now I actually work uh, downtown at my local city. Um, I do nothing in my field. Period. <laughs> um, so as as per what happens when you graduate college. Yeah, so, but I, A, it's fine. Uh, so, um, I, I worked in medical debt for a long time. Yeah. Uh, so that's my specialty. So if you got medical debt, let me know. I'll help you out. Oh, oh, <laughs> so, oh. everyone, everyone hears that. We'll, we'll, we'll put a hashtag when this goes out and say hashtag medical debt for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, hashtag Stimpax. Yes, Stimpax. Stimpax for all. Stimpax for all. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I, that, that's kind of what I do now. Um, but, so during that whole time, going back to the whole YouTube thing, um, I was messing around on YouTube, and I realized about, about after a year of doing YouTube that me being a hardcore pro Xbox guy was boring. Mm-hmm. And not just that, but like all of a sudden, like see, I, I had a, I had accrued a pretty, um, I would say pretty large, but I had like about four thousand subscribers, mm-hmm. um, and I, I had pretty good regular views, and I got. You know, I had people coming at me all the time, which was, I guess, is a sign of success. Yeah. <laughs> at least enough. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's how I met actually a lot of people. Um, so, like, a lot of people in this, in our little gaming community, gaming um, click. I met through doing YouTube. Yeah. Um, so, like, that's how I met Attic. That's how I met Cog and pretty much everybody else on Iron Lords. Um, it involved, uh, <laughs> so, wasn't it Arsenal, Red Dragon, um, met a ton of people it's because i right. wrote that uh you know you get some developer contacts and you know it, it was fun it was kind of like it, it, i want to say it was the wild west but it really wasn't right <laughs> but it was it was more like it, it was you know I, I would probably liken it to like you know like in the godfather there's like five families and everyone's going after each other but everyone's trying to be civil right right it's kind of like that <laughs> so, that's that's like, okay sometimes i feel like when uh, when i'm looking at who's doing podcasts on what day and who's doing what it's it's almost like you have to keep an eye and go all right well this person's doing a podcast this day well we don't want to aggravate them oh so this person's doing a podcast this day we don't we don't want to like overlap them and it's almost to the point where like i i keep calling uh boom like the godfather of podcasts because like he's like the the elder statesman because he does so much and and he's all over the place just like xbot and uh and salty and all those guys and you you want to have that respect for them because they've been doing this stuff so long that's why it was very difficult for us to find a time slot to to make sure it didn't like overlap with one of them because we knew we you know that we want people to go see them we want people to go see us we want so it, it, was, oh, a, sure. it was a very, believe me i know well, that, <laughs> I know the process well that that brings that brings me up to my other th- my my question for like uh well question comment like when we when we spoke like i really wanted you to come on kind of earlier in the time of when we started the podcast because i knew that you know you have a great story of of how you kind of grew up in in that community and um you were like i can't do mondays i have the multiverse and i was like i I thought i thought it was every like twice a month i didn't realize it was every week um and uh that's why like uh yesterday was uh, was was my anniversary with my wife so i was like i'm like this is perfect i can ask you to come on tuesday because i know i know you can't have multiverse then you can't say hey i have it two days in a row because that would just be mean so uh, i was like all right well i'm like this is gonna be great to have you on so um 
so it's it's great so hey man i'd say hey i when when i was doing youtube and was the podcasts were not really popular when i was starting doing youtube Mm -hmm. it wasn't until much later uh because for what happened with me was um i was it was about i think it was about 2015 no 2014 i i forget but um i got asked to go on tick podcast Mm -hmm. originally and i was like one of like their fifth like their fifth episode or something like that and then it was funny because like i i do the same exact thing i do on everyone everyone's podcast and i felt terrible for it later because i was just playing battlefield 4 the whole time and i was answering questions and yeah <laughs> and, was, and i because i'm pretty good at multitasking about that but he mm-hmm. it was funny i did that entire interview and then literally the next interview they got was phil spencer right and i was like damn it yeah <laughs> i should have paid i should have paid attention <laughs> Or at least pay attention more. Right. <laughs> so, but um, I, hey, it was it was a good it was a good show, and eventually I got asked to join Tick Podcast, and I joined, and I worked with Tick and did their stuff for a while, and I, I and my my tenure ended with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's all in good fun. I, I don't regret anything about it. So right, and and now you are working with the Ireland's Podcast, doing Lognet stuff and, and multiple other things in the background. Oh, I'm I'm the godfather of Iron Lords, dude. <laughs> I've, <laughs> no, I've I I mean that quite literally. No, no, no. I I, I was I, the one who suggested they do a podcast. <laughs> yes, yes. I I heard the I've heard the background information of how you know you uh, spoke to the guys and said you should do you should do this you should bring all these people on you should do I I've heard the, I've heard the background information and it's it's pretty interesting. I'm hoping to get uh, to get Cog one of these one of these days. Uh, when he's uh, got a day off, um, and bring him in here so he can, you know, go through the whole story of uh, of Iron Lord's podcast and things like that because it's That's a, a it's a very story. it's a very interesting story. <laughs> um, so your time frame with for, with Tick was was a couple was a couple of years, and then you did uh, multiple different things with them, right? And then when did, um, when did the multiverse start when you were over there? Um, so originally, uh, when I was doing the I was say I got I picked up I got asked formally to join in 2015 I believe, um so I joined them in 2015, and I worked I didn't do a lot of writing but I was working as a um, creative director and basically managing all the podcasts and such. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going through that process. Then I went to E3 with them in 2016. Um, that was that was always that's a certainly experience. <laughs> um, yeah. Because uh, it was like right after that, everyone started splitting up and everything. So it was a it was a time that yeah, because that was like right after that. Then like Colin Moriarty left, and then I don't know. It was Greg Greg Miller and Colin left to do kind of funny, and then like the year after that, then Greg oh, the Colin left. Mm-hmm. It was just it was just a bunch of stuff happened. Like a bunch of everyone started moving and changing. Because then it was like Meg Turney left. <laughs> Everybody started leaving after 2016. It was yeah. it was kind of nuts, but um, yeah, I. So I did. I did that time frame with them, and that's when we got Iron Lords on Tick. Um, and so they kind of got we got them started up. And what else happened after that? While you're thinking that, I just want to yeah. I just want to throw out uh, yes, salty and uh, irrelevant native. Yes, uh, Cog is a busy man at night shift, so uh, yes, he is too good for his own podcast. But believe it or not, this podcast was actually uh, was a, an idea that me and him threw. Well. I pitched to him for for a while, and he kind of finally was like, "Go for it, see how it goes," and was brought it in. But yes, uh, he can't he can't afford this podcast. So hopefully one day when he ends up uh, getting, uh, like I said, I want to get him on here as soon as he can get night shift. I know he's off this week, so I might 
I might try to sneak in another episode this week, but we have to see. Or uh, I'll have to yeah. talk to him next time he's on vacation. But anyhow, um, you were saying oh, yeah, multiverse. So yeah. So yeah, what happened multiverse. was that when we were doing we were doing Tick Podcast and we we pitched around this idea of doing like a um we were going to talk about doing a website. And one of the things also came up was like, well, we can't really talk about anything other than Xbox on Tick Podcast, so we can't really do anything. Right. Which was really kind of frustrating because like we all had we all had other interests, like things we wanted to talk about, but we really couldn't do anything about. And so that was really frustrating for you know me and Cal. And so we talked about doing a show, um, making it more of a um, like a like an anime comic book kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so we started doing a pre-recorded show, and we we called it Multiverse Show, mm-hmm. uh, just because it was it was something to call it. Um, I, I didn't really have much else to call it really. Right. Um, but it was, it worked out really well. Um, but I hated doing the, that show. I mm-hmm. hated doing it because it was just really, really, uh, it was just really annoying to record and then edit the entire thing. Uh, it was really frustrating. I, I hated doing that. Um, because it was pre-recorded, you felt the need to edit it. Yeah, to... I felt I felt like if we're gonna pre-record it, we gotta edit it. Right. It's, it's not. It, it really frustrated me, and so we did that for like ten episodes, and so that was like an hour and a half of content that I had to edit. And I was just like, ugh, I don't want to do that. That's <laughs> I don't want to do that anymore. And so we right. kind of scrapped it after a while, and then um, was it Fame and I, Fame Entertainment? He and I said like we want to do a podcast. Um, and so I was like, well, I have this name for multiverse show. We can just take that instead. Mm-hmm. Cause like, we're not using it. And so I was like, all right, cool. I was like, well, we were sort of brainstorming about like, what we, what will we do with the show? What we make it different? Cause right now this is during the podcast craze. Everyone's starting, right, everyone, right. everyone, podcast. everyone's doing one. And we're like, oh gosh, we're, we're, we're tired of this. Let's, how do we make it different? So I was like, all right, first of all, we're going to put it on Mondays mm-hmm. because no one has a podcast on Mondays, which is true. Nobody had a podcast yeah. on Mondays. Right. Everyone's doing like weekends or Tuesdays or like or Friday so nights. Like Friday, Saturday, Friday, Thursday, later right. in the week. And so we were thinking like, all right, well, what if we um if we put our show like on we put it on a Monday, if it's on Monday, we don't have to compete with anybody else. Plus, you got people like you know we put it at eight o'clock, nine o'clock. I think we were, do- we were doing it at nine o'clock originally. Yeah. And so it's like we, everyone else, like they're all waiting to play. Like if it's a game release, because most games release on like Tuesdays or Fridays. Right. And so we were saying, hey, if we, you know, Monday night, people are just kind of killing time waiting for the next game to come out. What if we kind of like came on as like this hype show for whatever the next game is? So like if if Fallout Four was coming out on Tuesday, we would like we talk about Fallout Four, why we're excited for it, and like maybe a little bit of gaming news. And it was like, hey, that'd be, that's a good idea. We also like, well, let's do something different though. Everyone else is like doing like these three-hour-long shows and stuff. Yeah. We don't got time for that. I don't we understand why anyone does those long, those long like, shows all the time. It's stressful, like staying in there for three hours week yeah. after week. And like, yeah, it's fun. Like, don't get me wrong, but I can't yeah. do that on a regular basis. I got stuff to do. Right. <laughs> and so I decided, like, let's let's make it forty-five minutes. So it's like people come in, come out. It, it's a it's just an hour max. And the people have time. Right. And so we, we did that and it worked really well. We we got a good little following. Um, we did a couple little things here. And so we um we also did like little events and stuff. So we do little giveaways and we also did like um we, we kinda try to do the um what's it called? 
like all right now we did our own game of the year show which actually we just did this year's we right. also did um we also do like the the gamer awards and so we would kind of like highlight individuals in the community who we thought were like interesting and like we'd like okay find it like best podcast of 28 of uh mm-hmm. or 2016 or we would do like um funniest gamer or little things like that so people would get nominated we we really got people like from around our little community to nominate other people and like that actually got a really good following of people mm-hmm. people loved that stuff and the funny part was we also used to do rookie of the year but the funny part was with rookie of the year we actually got we actually nominated in like people who won actually went on and became like big, better bigger youtubers than we are <laughs> <laughs> so we're like oh like uh one year was kofi Oh. Uh, another year was J Main. Um, who was the other one? There was there was somebody else, and like they like they're completely off the map now. Like we have no idea where they are. <laughs> but but like um, like we had people were winning Rookie of the Year, and just it was funny because we kept like highlighting these people who went on being way bigger than we were. <laughs> so, yeah, it was fun. You kind of help you kind of help uh, pave the way for these people so they can kind of understand and see what they were looking at. I mean, they had talent. They just needed a they just needed a little push. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you need reassurance, and it yeah. helps. Yes. So, um, so a relevant native made a comment before in chat about the game of the year for you. Yeah. What, it was, what, what was he, what did he what did he mean by that? All right. So every year we do a game of the year show. Right. Uh, we're actually doing that and a film of the year show. Okay. Um. Well, that will be next week for film of the year. Then we're done for the rest of the year because we get our, the way everything falls. Like we fall on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And then New Year's Eve. Right. <laughs> so it's like, well. We can't really do that, can we? Right. <laughs> I can't ask people to do that. But um, what was it? So the way we do our show, I, I what I love about it is that it's entirely transparent. Everybody sees the entire process from nominee all the way through who you see who game of the year is. And we do it in a way that systematically pisses off each of us every <laughs> single year. So the way the system works and like it's been refined over the years, but as a general process, uh, what we will do is each of us nominates five games. Uh, everyone on the panel gets five games to nominate, uh, with those nominees, we kind of, uh, we kind of finesse things a little bit. So what we do is out of those five, Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, we assemble the list of all the nominees. So if all of us, so at, like last night we had six different people. And so each of us had five. Mm-hmm. Anyone who got multiple nominations kind of survived longer. Um, those who got single nominations were free to be on it's, the chopping block. Yeah. But what we would do is that we would go one by one and we don't talk about which game we think is better. We just think which game is worse. Right. And so what we do is we go one by one and I'll be like, oh, well, I nominate. Um, death stranding uh to be eliminated from the list and with the group votes on whether or not they're gonna do it by civil majority and so last night a bunch of games well we got all the way through and so we got stuck on the top five and we were at a complete stalemate um (laughs) because no one no one would vote to get rid of any of the games on the list like we went through every single one that was possible and everyone got stalemated and so really? no, no one could get out of there. So what we did is we um, we put it on was it, we, we had to put up a vote. We actually opened it up to the chat to pick which <laughs> game to eliminate. And so out of the five, and so we said, okay, the first three people, uh, like the first three people to respond would get to pick which game gets eliminated just based on like just the first ones to respond. Right. 
And so we said to look for like two votes, and then we were going to say, we're going to go with that. That'll be enough to choose which one to get rid of. And so originally when they did it, then Plague Tale was going to get eliminated, but then one of our guys used their veto power to <laughs> stop that, to stop it from being eliminated. And so then the next game they got eliminated was Resident Evil 2. Oh, really? And, and four of our people on the show nominated that game. It was the most nominated game. But they, because they used their vetoes incorrectly, um, they... <laughs> instead they tried to save plague tale only to have resident evil eliminated instead yeah i per, but, um, per, personally yeah. made side note i think resident evil sh- cannot shouldn't be considered game of the year because it's a I, remake. I i am with you on that i think if it's a remake you are basically retreading the same idea and you're doing you're doing it again but yeah it could be way better a more up-to-date game but it's still the same game it's still the same game i'm sorry I, like I can't, I can't in good conscience say that's better than any other game no like, I, especially a game that came out this year is brand new yeah I, i'm sorry i understand that it is considered a quote-unquote new game for uh people of a younger generation but at the same time you can for instance world of warcraft right the game's been around since 2004. They just released Warcraft Classic. And all these people are playing it because it's fresh and new to them. But you huh. cannot say that's game of the year. Because that I was out in that. It's 2004. I'm sorry. It just it doesn't make sense to me. It's, this, it's literally they took the same game. They put better graphics on it. And... Yeah, you, you want to nominate it for like best ongoing game or something like that? I mean, hey, go go right ahead. I think they, that I, that's why I like that category in the game awards every year. Right, I they love that need... category because you see games that like actually have turned around. The only game that has not won that award that truly deserves it is Rainbow Six Siege. The the they should take all remakes, make a new genre, and say best remade game of the year, because now there's like seven eight, nine, ten remakes every year. So yep. you could you can pretty much make your own category for them now. Yeah. But you can never I, consider them a, as a game of the year. I'm sorry. I, I said I agree. I don't think it should ever be considered as game of the year. Because if it wins game of the year, what does that say about modern games? Yeah. The, what, <laughs> the, like, they're garbage? Yeah, this game from twenty from ten years ago is better than yours. Yeah. <laughs> Millennials, you're screwing everything up. No I'm, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um but yes, it's so. So, what ended up being your game of the year nominations? Well, my, then? My, well, so, well, let me let me clarify this. My game of the year was Jedi Fallen Order. I fully agree so, with you. It was Jedi Fallen Order, After Party, and Outer Worlds. Those okay. were my game of the year picks. Um, they did not make it. Um, so Outer Worlds got number two. Uh, I will say that much. How did, how did Fallen Order get cut? Uh, Fallen Order got cut because they like other like Sekiro more. And I, yeah, and while well, they didn't like it because of bugs, and it, like, it was like this felt they felt like it was rushed. And I'm like, you know, what, fair, but I don't care. Yeah, I, <laughs> I still I still think that as of right now, um, Jedi Fallen Order is probably one of the best games I've played in a very long time, and I think that everyone should go out and give it a try and play it because the story is is fantastic I, i'm i'm almost done with it i've been like kind of like chipping away at it little by little by little yeah. uh playing an hour here an hour there two hours here two hours there and kind of just going at it and um it's it's really hard because i've been playing on jedi master and I, I love it it's so good 
Yeah, for me, like I, what I liked about Jedi Fallen Order was just the fact that that game. See, there's a whole, there's another subgenre of like Souls clones and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want. It is not a Souls clone. It is taking that. It's the combat system. It's taking that, it's taking that recipe for of like Souls games of like you know limited health regen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they you know, focus on dodging and parrying, and it, it it's taking that aspect. But I'm actually starting to like that subgenre where it's like, okay, it's not about brutal punishment; it's just about challenge. Yeah, and make you think out your encounters. I like I, is that, I like that, and I also like Dark uh, Dark Siders Three, another game that I thought was really enjoyable because of that system. Yeah, it made it more challenging, and it, it made where it was just like you know completely hack and slash brutal melee stuff. And making it more of a okay. I mean, I could still do that, but I want to feel like a badass because I'm able to manage my health and be able to use my powers effectively for the scenario that it calls for. Right. I fu- I fully agree with you. I, I in, in that game in particular, that one focused well. Jedi Fallen Order basically replaced what like where Darksiders focused more on like uh, enemy variety and combat styles. Mm-hmm. Um, this one they did it said nah let's just make it more exploration based yeah like a charted or a tomb raider it took those aspects and i enjoyed that a lot well it's from respawn who are the same people that made uncharted yes so but like that's the well, thing respawn, respawn didn't make uncharted the uh, the original from my understanding uh, i know they had one of the people on there yes but. from from my understanding the people that made uncharted the don't quote me on this. I I have to double check my my resources. But from my understanding, the people that made Uncharted eventually left Uncharted and created Respawn, and Respawn ended up then creating, um, the Jedi Fallen Order, and that's that's uh, that studio. No, I, so what happened with, with uh, Respawn? They are the guys who worked on Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. Because remember they, oh, the they original the original Infinity Ward guys. Yeah, they used to be Infinity oh. Ward. Why do I? Why do I think yeah. that? Uh, maybe that. Maybe I'm. Same story, different pro- studio. Yeah, so. pretty much. Pretty much. Yes, but like that's. So those guys. Which they, is they, weird because it's not a shooter. But that's <laughs> like, but yeah, that's that is interesting. Yeah, but they do say a good story. You can't say that the, those guys don't get, do give it a good story. Because all the all the Call of Duties when they actually had first player stories. We're pretty good. You still there? I'm still here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were like, oh, uh. oh, um, but yeah, that's that was my two cents. So going back to multiverse, <laughs> so jumping back. So originally, when you created that with the multiverse itself, it's essentially a based on movies, anime. Now, tell can you explain? to people that you know are listening what you know that content is and what like your main focus was so with then like when we originally started doing a pre-recorded it was movies anime and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. uh, when we started making our own podcast we 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 shifted more towards gaming but like gaming was 50 percent of it mm-hmm. and then movies and comics were like 25 each yeah so, so we made that more the focus so we would do like a three topic show and like two topics would be gaming and then one topic would be movies or comics or something like that, gotcha. whatever, whatever the big focus was. Um, but like over time, you know, more topics and so. Such. So you you yourself are a huge comic book fan. Um, I used to be like a major comic book fan. Um, mm-hmm. I don't read as many comics as I used to. I'm um, actually I sold my entire comic collection to get an Xbox One. Oh wow! So, okay. 
Well, not all of it. I sold most of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I still have a few I'm just sitting there waiting on, like, this will be valuable one day. Yeah, these these are mine. <laughs> these are my these are my collection. I will keep them forever. Like I literally have a box of like Hellboy comics and uh, I can't remember what it's called. This like it's not Thunderbolt. It's some it's some stupid comic I don't care about. Yeah. My uncle gave me a bunch of them and they're like one through like a hundred, and they're just sitting in a box. And I know eventually they're gonna make a movie of it. Eventually, and I'm just gonna wait. I was going to sit there. They're in their own little sleeves. They're going to be fine. I'm right. going to wait. I'm going to unload them. So <laughs> I just eventually I know a comic hey, that movie will come out. So. Yes. When I was when I was uh, younger, probably almost about a senior in high school, my dad and I would go to comic book uh, shows, and I used to have like huge collections of like Wolverine comics and Superman comics, and and uh, I've. Uh, like the Venom comics and Gambit comics, like I ended up having this huge collection of first editions of those comics because you know I was I was a huge fan of them, and now I'm I've been sitting on them and I have them boarded and protected and everything. And I'm just thinking to myself, if I do this right, then I will definitely be able to make some yeah. some money off of them because they're not like they're not like the second or third prints; those are like the original first prints. With like the gold covers or whatever, or this or the platinum covers, the really really rare stuff, because those are the ones I ended up picking up. So, I, yeah. I, I love having a comic book collection, and I haven't I haven't really expanded on that in a really long time. But I think that my whole entire love for comics is now like shifted into watching different animes and uh, yeah. reading mangas and stuff when I go into the uh, when I go into like Borders and stuff. I don't actually buy mangas; I just go to the store and just <laughs> read yeah. them off the shelves because they're so short. But yep. and you can speed read them pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Are you are you a fan also of that type of stuff? Um, I used to read manga like in high school. Yeah. Uh, I don't read it as much as anymore. I'll watch the anime every once in a while, but I'll like binge the entire series and just be over with it. <laughs> like, so um, I don't watch it very often. Um, it it just it kind of comes and goes. I don't really like for me TV shows in general are really hard for me to get into, mm-hmm. uh, mainly because I just don't care about them as much i'm more of a film person mm-hmm. because i feel like with film you have limitations and so you have to do a lot of like uh filmmaking shorthand right and you have to convey a coherent thought in two hours right where like a tv show you can just not talk about it for a very long time and then like oh yeah this random obscure little thing we could have like actually like ushered off with like five seconds of dialogue nah we're just gonna hold up a whole episode about it and like it feels, and like yeah, that's cool, and that's a cool benefit that TV has. But I don't really, I just don't care about it that much. And I, I, I prefer film as a general concept. Right. Although there's a couple of shows that I've watched, I got really into. So, right. Um, now I don't know why every single time I type something in chat, it throws bushes at the end, guys. So I'm, I apologize. <laughs> um, so now I remember you and king talking about you guys possibly doing something for uh, like the mandalorian and things like that now i assume you've you've ended up watching it oh yeah i, I the only thing about it though is just the timing's weird on it like yeah. just because I, I like the fact that disney plus is like really kind of staggering them out right like we'll see like especially like for meme status stuff like the baby yoda thing so the oh, only reason why it's lasted this long is because they're drip feeding the content once a week right i've only i only saw the first two episodes i've been meaning to watch the rest of them but i've been trying to make us like a conscious effort to not watch them I, unless i'm watching them with I my dad a, 
one thing about it. The only thing about that show I'm not like super into is just that every episode feels different. And it's because they have different directors and stuff, and that's fine. They just, it doesn't like the first, I liked the tone of the first episode a uh-huh. lot, and then it like shifts. Like the tone changes a lot, but then it goes, it goes back and forth. And I'm like, okay, like, like episode five, like I won't say anything about it because I want to spoil it for you. Episode five, I like the tone of episode five, I liked yeah. episode one. And like, but like two and three were like, okay, these are cool. Was it a no, one and two? I was fine with three and four. I'm like, eh, yeah, not, not my style, not for me. Well, th- I I actually was listening to a podcast with um one of the individuals that created a lot of the original um pilot episodes. Um, I'm blanking on the individual's name, but he ended up creating uh things like Smallville, um. Uh, what the heck is it called? He ended up doing 32 total pilots, Supernatural, Flash, Green Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, he did a bunch of different ones, and he said that like a lot of the times what ends up happening is uh, he also did Game of Thrones. Like he, he, he was brought in, right? And he would produce this amazing like pilot episode, and then the content would end up getting picked up. And then he would end up having another person come in for the next couple of episodes. And he would sit there with them and explain to them what, what they're looking to do and where they're looking to put the path. And then after that, he was gone. So that's that's what I think the whole entire problem is with with like TV, with like episodal, episodal type shows. Because you have individuals that are going to make this amazing pilot, just like The Mandalorian was. And then after that, it's just going to feel kind of empty for a couple of episodes until they get the groove and a lot of the times like if if you read if you heard the film industry talk they say that they don't hit their stride until the third season but most shows never make a third season and then it's kind of you know they, they're done no yeah that that is a problem yeah like they, it's really hard for them to continue the same also either you have a breakout first season you have the problem of like following it up like mm-hmm. you, you have that issue sometimes but then other times it's like okay what what's the like what what is this show really about right. <laughs> so, um yeah it's 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 crazy it's crazy um so so you end up having the multiverse. Is there any other podcast that you have that you are, you know, you work with, or is it just that one? Um, that is my only podcast that I currently routinely show up on. Right. And then the, um, your YouTube channel, do you still end up producing content for that? Or is it just, just um, it is on multi- my, it is on my YouTube channel. It's been completely, uh, redone. Right. To be, uh, that. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, so I, 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 I didn't know if you uh, you ended up still like you know slot like once in a while you're like oh I like this review of this game yeah, every, or, I, or end up every like, once in a while I'll put something out there but as a general rule I don't tell anybody about that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think that like you know doing this build up for your your YouTube channel was going to be as difficult to, as what it was? Oh, it's a completely different beast now. <laughs> like, yeah, it's entirely different. Mm-hmm. I I don't have a problem with it honestly. It just it's coming. See, one of the things I always, I always tell people about it is just that if you are into something and you want to see yourself succeed, you got to read the market. And like the market came and went 
<laughs> for what I was doing, and I, I, I basically quit doing YouTube for a right. while. And I try, I try to come back a little bit, and like I just don't. Why not? I don't have the same spark because a lot of it has to do with like you routinely putting out content every single day, or at least having a pretty routine thing. Right. And that's uh, that's fine, but I'm not in college anymore. <laughs> I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I have a real life I have to deal with. Like I, I just don't have that time anymore. Like my, like to give you an idea of what I was doing in college, I literally would not do anything at school. Like I would, when I went to Gilbert, <laughs> I, I remember taking classes, not paying attention at all, and just writing scripts for YouTube videos, yeah, and getting my gameplay and everything else. I was just doing all that prep work, so I would get off. I would get off, go to my apartment, hide my head under a blanket to <laughs> limit the echo, <laughs> yeah, and then record the record the audio, and then pump out a video every day, and. That was great for the time, yeah. but I can't, I can't do that anymore because I just don't have that kind of time to do that. Every so often, I'll put something out there, and yeah. it's not to say I'm not going to do it. Every so often, something come out, um, but it, I got to be really inspired and have a good chunk of free time because people don't understand making videos takes time. It does. It a does. A lot more time than you think it should. <laughs> So, uh, so for instance, for us with the ILP stuff, the uh, the first look videos, what ends up happening is the um the the stream team guys will actually the team will actually do the videos they'll do the recording of them them talking and they end up sending them the videos and stuff to myself and what i end up doing is i end up taking the videos i cut them change them edit them speed up certain portions change sound here and there i do pop-ups and all that stuff and I tell them, I'm like, I don't want you guys doing it because it's a pain in the butt. It takes a lot of time. I don't want you guys to, you know, kill yourself during time because I actually, I can allot time during the, like a lot of time during the week to take care of all of my ILP work, as I like to call it. And I get to get that stuff done and then I, we can get our videos out because it does, it takes a lot, a lot of time. It's, 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 it's very interesting to see, you know, that stuff happen. Now you... Not right now for ILP, you're doing like the you've uh, taken over the thumbnails and stuff like that to to do those stuff. You're using Photoshop for the for that the, for your imaging, nope. or are you hand Paint drawing? Them? I'm Paint sorry. Net is okay. the is the secret. Um, it is a much more I say it's a much more approachable um, editing uh, software. Yeah. If you're if you want to try to do photo editing, it's you can mod the crap out of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's so much stuff you could do with it. Um, I, I have been using that for years and it's free. I mean, it's still a donation where you can, you can donate if you want to, yeah. you can also get a ton of, ton of great stuff. And I, I basically taught myself everything. Right. Um, so I've, it, it's really not that difficult if you got time for it. Right. So, yeah, that's uh, cause I, I know that you did that. And what do you, what did you end up doing with your videos? You just, you, you don't, you don't use that stuff anymore cause you just use OBS. Um, so for my videos, I still do. Um, I still use Paint.net to make every all the title cards and stuff. And so I use OBS for recording because mm -hmm. uh, we went to Discord. Because eventually, I know Google said they're going to be getting rid of Google Hangouts. So if they haven't already done so, so we basically jumped ahead of that and did that. Yeah, I know. I know a lot of people are are waiting for it to happen. And uh... oh, I'm 
I I see. I, this is this is gonna be the great calling of YouTube. So. Yeah, we're, it's gonna be very interesting to see how things change because if, I, if you want to have a podcast, you gotta be dedicated now. Yeah, well, that's the thing for us. At least we we're working on something in the back end to to make sure that we're we're working. But as of right now, we're just continuing using Google Hangouts because everybody enjoys it. It's easy for the people coming uh, in, yeah, so easy. we're gonna we're gonna use it until hey, you know, it, it dies. Was it, wasn't for google hangouts most podcasts wouldn't exist correct because if they had that one link button that would send it right it to, right really out easy it was uh, it was truly a beautiful thing i, I really I, I miss you know not having that but this this time has needed to come for a good long while because mm-hmm. some people's podcasts i'm gonna say it not very good <laughs> <laughs> production wah, quality wah. wise they need to step up their game yeah so it's, it's time for that yes <laughs> so. yes um so you've been you've been working on podcasts, YouTube, gaming stuff now for I I, I would say then for the past uh, nine ish years, ten ish years. Oh no, God no. No, not not that long. <laughs> well you said you, no, you were working on it in eleven. This entire 11. generation. This entire generation oh, okay. Uh, so Okay. So uh, when when you kinda of brought that up to your to like your, your family and your friends and stuff like that that you were gonna be doing this this podcast and things like that were they very supportive of that or were they kind of just most they, of it didn't care yeah they didn't <laughs> care they, they, they were confused by like what is a podcast well it's not so much that by the podcast because like my, my parents didn't really care about what i was doing as long as i was like you know having good grades or whatever yeah so, as like, long I as you're happy it. yeah so and it, it was a good it was a good way to do, make you know i made a little extra money but it wasn't much yeah but um, I more had to explain working for a website with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Like when, when we go to, when I go out to, and and I've said this before on the podcast, when I go out to the sort of the mall or if I go food shopping and stuff like that, I always have like, you know, my, my, uh, my, my logo shirts and my Twitch hoodie and stuff like that. And people ask me questions and stuff like that. And I kind of give them my card and they're like, what do you do now? And I'm like, Oh, I do this. And I work for an internet website publication doing gaming stuff. And that's how I, I've kind of like learned to like word it now. So people understand it. Yeah. So they're not looking at me. Like I have four heads. It's like, yeah. well, you do what you just wait. You'll, you'll eventually get to the point too, where like people will recognize you directly. I, I that's happened to me a couple of times and from the weirdest of places. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually have this one guy that I met at like Trader Joe's. Right. And, uh, I gave him my business card because he saw me because of the Twitch hoodie, and uh, he's actually now regular on my on my Twitch station. But it was really weird because every time I go in there now, he's like, "What's up, Pete? What are you doing?" I'm like, "What's up, Greg? How's it going?" So it's like really interesting, and, and it's awesome at the same time because you know you can make that relation to you know your, yeah. your your fan base. So it's kind of cool, and it also gives you like this this good like warm feeling inside. So it's good. Yeah. Like I, I had a buddy. Um, well, it was funny because actually I was doing YouTube and. I care what the the starting incident was. I was, what was it? Oh, I remember what happened. So one time, this is whatever Batman Arkham Knight was coming out because my right. brother asked me to go to uh, the Arkham Knight release thing because he always, he always wanted to go to like a release thing, like you know, stay up till midnight, go go get your game and do that kind of thing. Yeah. He's always wanted to do that. So like my brother's only like three years younger than me. So and I was like, all right, cool, let's go do that. And I've been to like a couple, but not like a lot. Mm-hmm. And so we're over at GameStop, and so I'm what we were talking about. I, don't know, I was just kind of like around, just kind of. I wasn't bothering anybody. This is like right around the time whenever um, backwards compatibility got announced. Right, right. And right at that point, I was trying to do. What was it? It was um, 
was it was right when, uh, I was looking for a Mass Effect. I was looking for Mass Effect on 360, so I could uh, mm-hmm. give it a shot because I didn't like the fact that I didn't have a ton of games to work with. Right. Um. And so I, w- I wanted to give it a shot, so I was looking through that, and like this guy comes up to me and he's just like, "Hey, man, you should get a PlayStation 4." And I'm like, pointing at myself like me, like, <laughs> like, are you paying like, for it? <laughs> and he's just, and so he's like, "Yeah, man, you you should, you should get it. He's got all these great games and stuff." I'm like, "All right, cool. I don't care." Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just looking for Mass Effect so I can play, try backwards compatibility out. So, oh, man, PlayStation 4 has got backwards compatibility. I'm like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, it's like, like, you don't know what just, you're talking about, clearly. And so he just keeps talking about all this stuff. And he, he was like, oh, man, it's got this game, this game. And it's like, I was like, dude, you're talking to the wrong person. I don't care. Yeah. And I already know you're full of it. Like, don't, yeah. like you don't know what you're talking about. And so... Uh, so this guy came up to me, and I, I call him Shane every time we're talking about stuff online because I don't want to get him in trouble. But, um, <laughs> and so he comes up to me, and he's like, "I'm sorry about that guy. I don't know who he is. He just wants. He's like a 40 year old man, and he just, he keeps trying to like sell people things. And I'm like, he doesn't work here. I don't know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, all right, dude, it's fine. And so we started talking, and so he was like, all right, yeah, man. I say. So, like, what, what do you do? And I'm like, oh yeah. So like, he's like, well, you, you know about the backwards compatibility thing. So this was like, like, two, like I don't know, a couple of days like later or something like that. He's like, you know about that because it hasn't been like it's not widespread yet. Widespread, yeah. And so he's like, so what's so what's the deal? So we started talking for a while. He's like, I like, did YouTube, and so he's like, all right, cool, man, it's amazing. And so Shane every so often will help hook me up with something if I if something comes out. Like he, he got me a deal on the X. So yeah. I happy about that so. <laughs> so, so you have a man on the inside yeah we don't talk that much anymore because i don't do much on youtube i don't go to gamestop very much but yeah next year i'm gonna be going a lot <laughs> i will see you shane every couple of weeks yeah. <laughs> like, we'll see you in the next xbox or playstation or whoever else drops out yes yes so i want i want to know what is your obsession with the fallout series or, or is it considered a Fallout or Bethesda as a whole? Everyone says I'm a huge Division IP fan, but I'm more of a Ubisoft fan. So it's like more of a franchise thing. So that's why I was curious if it was Bethesda or if it was just a Fallout stuff. Um. So let me preface it this way. So my I had not played a Bethesda game until 2011. Okay. Um. Because I didn't get I didn't get a 360 until 2011 until I turned 18. Mm-hmm. I remember like getting a 360, so I was trying to like catch up on stuff. And like a buddy of mine, Grant, was like, "Hey man, you gotta play Fallout 3. Like <laughs> it's got it's got a bunch of junk." And I was like, "What do you mean?" It's like there's like junk laying all over the place. So you could pick it up. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, that's random." Yeah. And so I get I get I get Fallout 3, and okay. I start playing it. Hated it. <laughs> Um, cause for me, I, I hadn't played an open world RPG like that, where like things are not very clear cut where you're supposed, right. what you're supposed to go, what you're supposed to do. Like <laughs> I was not used to that at all. And so I go, I walk out and like, I did a couple of things that you'll go to Megaton. Um, and it's like, Oh, like you talk to Moriarty Moriarty's like, Oh yeah, I know where your dad went, but what's in it for me? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, well, I'll, <laughs> that's all right. I understand you're supposed to be a jerk. 
So, sure, I'll do something for you so I can get that information. I get the information. All right, cool. So I saw him heading towards uh, DC the, or headed to the, to the mall. So, all right, cool. So I head over there, meet Three Dog. And Three Dog's like, yeah, I saw your dad, but I'm not telling you nothing until you do something for me. I'm like, I thought you were supposed to be, like, a really cool person. Like, now you're just kind of being a jerk. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you do this thing, almost get killed, and say, yeah, I saw your dad. He went that way. <laughs> it's like... Wait, I thought you knew exactly where he was. And then you get to Rivet City, and it's the same exact thing. I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I quit. Like, I'm out. I'm, I'm, like, just tell me where my dad is already. I'm tired of this. Yeah. But I didn't even do the side quest or anything. I, I quit. I stopped playing. Time goes on. Skyrim came out. Um, I was in a weird roommate situation. I won't talk about that. Um, so I just played a lot of Skyrim. Loved Skyrim. Got into it. Great. Um, played hundreds of hours of Skyrim. I was like, oh, this is great. Love Bethesda. That is great. And then after a while, I get, what was it? it was right after 2012. And mm-hmm. I remember I got Far Cry 3 uh, at a used place. And I got, I had like a little, a few more dollars. I had like $10 extra. And I could, I bought Fallout New Vegas. I mm-hmm. forgot about Fallout 3 existing. Oh, okay. And so I finished Far Cry 3. And I was like, oh man, I, Far Cry 3 was great. Like I need, I need a game I can wind down with. Like no, mm-hmm. no game could be that great twice after like two games, two games in a back row. To back. Two excellent games <laughs> back to back can't possibly happen. Then I played Fallout New Vegas, <laughs> loved it. I absolutely fell in love with Fallout New Vegas. It was great, my favorite game. Like still my favorite Fallout game to this day. Absolutely love it. Play the crap out of it. Eventually, I was like. I played it. I played it so much. Eventually, I was like, "Wait a minute, Fallout Three? That's the same franchise." Like, so I went back to it now, knowing what I know about Fallout New Vegas, and like, right. I didn't like it as much as New Vegas, but I still enjoyed it a lot. And I went did side missions and all this other crazy fun stuff at the end, and I, I really enjoyed that. Going through that whole process, it was it was really a really a blast. And so since then, I've been kind of a big Bethesda guy. I was mm-hmm. like, "Hey, I like both of them. This is great." I like Skyrim. I like a, uh, you know, I like Fallout. Fallout. So yeah. I'm excited. So why everybody says I'm a big Fallout fan more than usual? I I like Fallout a lot. Like I'm not going to kill anybody for it. Right, <laughs> I right. like it the funny part about the entire thing was, uh, so I was in a gaming group called We Game Here, and when Fallout <laughs> three, no, so when Fallout five, or so Fallout four got announced, I was really excited. I I had like three videos about it. I was like, yeah, like when I was like crying, and the other one was like, oh man, it's gonna be the best game ever. It was, it, it, and so people, when I posted that video, were like, in the comments, were like, like in, on Facebook, the comments were like, oh well, Fallout's boring. I don't care about Fallout. And it's like you shouldn't post this. I'm like, excuse me. And it's like just for that alone, I'm going to troll <laughs> the absolute crap out of you until the game comes out. So every single day, without fail. At a countdown post, a new post every single day on that gaming group. Yeah. And I not only that, but I made sure to trash whatever game was coming out at that same time. Yeah. And so it'd be like, oh yeah, Tomb Raider, doomed. Tomb Raider, <laughs> no chance whatsoever. <laughs> it's true, but <laughs> but like oh, any other game that was coming out that was popular at the time, um, like the equivalent would be like, oh, Death Stranding boring fallout new vegas did the courier game first <laughs> so i i do stuff like that just just to troll people i got yeah. people 
so mad. People quit the group. People people banned me. Wow. It was, it was a bit overkill. I'll admit that much. Yeah. It, was, it was overkill, but it was really fun. But <laughs> so. it's, it's gaming. Like, these people shouldn't be complaining or, or even bothering it. Just If that's what you enjoy, then just play it. Yeah. Why does it matter? But yeah, I mean, it, it was one of those things where it was like, hey, you uh, didn't like this, and uh, I'm going to make sure you always remember. Oh, my God. So, but yeah, it was, it, it's a fun it's a fun little thing I did back then. But and so then whenever Fallout New Vegas, well, I don't know, Fallout 76 came, uh, was announced, I was, one, I was really happy because I, I had kind of predicted it. Um, so when it, like initially, when it was announced, I was it before it was announced, I said, I remember because I was on I was on a podcast and I said this like another Fallout game is going to come out this year. Yeah. Like no, it's not. No, it's not. It's the new Skyrim. It's you know whatever game it is. And I was like, no, it's going to be another Fallout game. And so people were like, no, no, it's not going to be that. I said, look, they keep supporting things on Fallout Four. Yeah. They keep bringing new mods, and a lot of the mods we're seeing in this are quality of life mods things that are people things people would want on a regular basis they're trying to sell you these mods not the free ones these are the the creation kit ones and i was like they're trying to sell you on these mods that means this is not done they they want to do more yeah and so then eventually it actually well, was true yeah and they uh fallout 76 was announced and so i mean because fallout 76 was not made for normal fans of the game yeah the fall Fallout 76 was made for me and me alone <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it's about for your, your, your type camp, of fan having a good time that's all it's about right it's not about anything else and people like it, it's not made for the average person to get on and play it's made for the people who can't get enough of fallout yeah the people that are the fallout addicts so that like they want to play more yeah, that's it's basic stuff. That makes that makes sense. That's like a lot of people that they how they love Ark or like Conan, uh, what's it called? Conan Exiles or like Seven Days to Die. Like those are those people that they can't get enough of, like you know that type of a time frame genre type thing. And that's how Fallout seventy six is. It's it, it does a lot of a lot of good things and it does a lot of bad things. And it doesn't matter to the people that are in love with the game. And that's the most important thing. The people that play it, they like it and they enjoy it. And if there's bugs or if they're, they excel in certain things, it's their, it's their thing. They love it. You know, that's, that's how, that's how I kind of think of it. So, yeah. yeah. So I want to, I want to ask you, um, I, time's actually flew. I just looked up at the clock. I didn't realize what time it was. Um, <laughs> I, want, I would like to ask you one uh, one final question before we do our exit, and uh, this is something I ask uh, everyone that is on the show. Um, if you could live in one fantasy world or environment, what would it be? It could be a movie, it could be a TV show, it could be a comic book, it could be an anime, anywhere, you know, like Harry Potter, Star Wars, you know, any of that stuff. Question, am I, do I, am I living as a, like an NPC, like a regular person in that world, or am I living as like a, as a hero? Doesn't like if matter. I, if I'm talking Star Wars, like I'm a Jedi or something like that, or? If it's like Star Wars, you could be a Jedi. If you're um, like the world of Harry Potter, you could be a wizard, you could be a muggle. It doesn't matter. It, it depends upon you as a person, like how you'd want to live. 
Like you could, you know, you could be any, you could be an NPC if you want. Because if it's, if I'm living as like a normal NPC or something like that, Mm -hmm. like that, that answer is very different than as like, oh yeah, I'm living as a superhero and doing whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, It's it's totally 100% preferable up to you. If you rather, if you would rather live in the world of, uh, let's say, uh, Skyrim as a NPC, would you be okay with that? Would you, if you wanted to live in like, you know, Star Wars, and you want to be a Jedi, you can do that. If, like I said, it doesn't matter. You can you can live however which way you want to live. Hmm. You know, if you wanted to be living in the world of like the Flash, and you wanted to be a person like just a regular per- human being walking around, or if you wanted to be like you know the Flash or Batman or well, Superman, because no, no one wants to just be that. But I, I, let's see, I ask I ask a similar question to people just in general, like mm-hmm. okay, which which invite which uh which which world do would you want to live in like as a as yourself mm-hmm. like for example like bioshock like yeah if you're andrew ryan where you can live and die and mm-hmm. just kind of do whatever you want sure it's yeah. great yeah like, to- totally fine but on the other hand um <laughs> like if you're like a regular joe schmo in the world of bioshock you're screwed <laughs> like, <laughs> people trying to kill you all the time um yeah, I wish I prepared for that. I, because <laughs> like, I definitely would not live in the world of Fallout. Heck yeah, no, no, no I, w- I wouldn't live in the world That's of Fallout terrible. either. Um, um, but like, like if you, if I could say like, hey, I would have no problem living in the world of Warcraft because I'd be just resurrected every five minutes if I wanted to. Yeah. Like so, like that's, but that's like the NPCs even they die and come back. So why does it matter? Hmm. Well, I mean, more, it'd be more like just really annoying. <laughs> like, you, like, it's like, oh, yeah, they killed me again. Ugh, oh, God. man, I got more blood on my shorts. This is not going to wash out at all. Yeah. Um, you don't if, – if you if you feel that it is a too difficult answer, I mean. Well, no, it's, it's namely narrowing down which ones I would like more. Or is this is this the philosophical brain of yours that is that is that is ticking? Yeah, because I mean, like on one hand, like I like the aesthetic style of like Outer Worlds, but you know, living in a he- like a heavy corporate environment would be annoying as hell. That's 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 right uh, now. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Yo, this is gonna sound really weird. Go for it. Go for it. I'm I'm down to hear weird things. I've had people say they want to live in the land of Silent Hill. So you know, I'm I'm calling you out old school styles. I I'm, I'm calling you out like so. I I've heard some weird things. Um, I'm gonna say Elite Dangerous. Elite Dangerous, really? You'd you'd like to be that person flying around in a spaceship? Well, it's not so much that as much as it is like there's laws and stuff. Like it's not like the Wild West. Like things happen. See, I, I'm thinking more from the perspective of like, okay, Equality. if I live in this world, like, is there recourse for me to like, like, okay, like, I think of like, okay, someone like griefing me, like, okay, uh-huh. yeah, I, like, okay, yeah, they keep blowing up my ship or something like that, and it's like, oh man, this is so frustrating, like, oh, someone that keeps attacking me and just keeps doing this, it's so frustrating. I would, but like, Elite Dangerous is like, there's laws and there's like yeah. penalties. 
guns and like you you break a law you have a bounty on your head people kill you for the bounty they take that money yeah like, and it's all relatively controlled like the the economy is fluid things change um it, it's i i think i want to live in that world because it also like good piloting skills but you can also like you're you're flexible yeah or like this like if your ship gets blown up yeah you don't have to buy a whole new one you just pay your insurance deductible and go. Yeah, yeah pay my deductible and go just like real life with my car have you played have you played star citizen yet or no i have not played star citizen has that game even come out officially yet no it's still like i basically made a decision i'm not playing any alphas or betas anymore i ended up, I ended I'll, up I'll do a test weekend but that's about right. it I'm not, I, I, I'm not beta testing for free. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I ended up picking up one of the one of the things, one of the packages, because I had a bunch of friends asking me to pick it up and play with them. And uh, I actually I, I played it for a little bit, and it's fun. But you you need a joystick or two joysticks, and you need to have someone tell you what to do because there's like no tutorial, and it's a it's really difficult to, to start off and play if you don't know how to play it. Have you? Have you played Elite Dangerous? I I have not. I've seen a lot of people play it. Go go play that. It's a completed version of that game that is just better. Yeah, I've seen it, and I I do want to play it, but I also try to figure out It's very much you turn on your podcast in the background and go be a space trucker. (laughs) Go be a space trucker. Because for me, like, I I don't really play... I I don't like being a mercenary in that game. I don't like it. Like, it's just, it's not my thing. I don't like being a miner. I like being a smuggler. I gotcha. love doing that because it, it's a risk and it's enjoyable. I'm like, yeah, if you if, if you get caught, like, yeah, you're gonna have a huge fine. But like, no one like just attacks you on sight. Yeah, so you can go to like an imperial system, go pick up a couple slaves, take them to the federal uh, the federal area, make a good make a good easy million, and then just kind of dip out. But like, you have to you have to park yourself so you don't get like a uh, caught. You don't get right. caught in the, the you know in the scans and such. There's yeah. there's a game that uh, I backed on Kickstarter a long time ago called A Chronicles of Alaria. Have you ever heard of it? I have heard of it. That's the one that's like they're based out of Rhode Island and like the entire government got involved in that. I don't know about that. But isn't that the guy who also had um like he's like a baseball guy who like backed it? Is, I is that the guy I'm thinking about? I don't know. I don't. I I don't. I don't know of that. But this game is pretty much um. It's it's based on governing parties and individuals, and um, you know you have your king that takes care of your county, and then you have your count that breaks down the the their, that area into duchies and into counties into into settlements, and, and, and it kind of breaks down. And literally, you ha- it's really really interesting. And I ended up getting involved in it when it was kickstartered, and um, they allotted me like a mayor of, a t- of one of the settlements. And being involved in that game that isn't even out yet, it's so intense. And the forum boards are always going nuts. Out the Discord is always going nuts. And like because I'm a mayor of one of these towns, essentially, like I'm on all these email notifications. And I'm like, Amalur. Oh, what was that? Kingdoms of Amalur. That's what the game was. Oh, Kingdoms. Yeah. Uh, Like the like this game, Chronicles of Alaria. I can't wait to see how it comes out because of they have this like spark system, which is like you buy a spark, which is $35. And then you end up having this spark for up to um, 12 months. 
And what ends up happening is, like, if you die, it actually takes days away from your spark. So, like, you know, you could, like, burn through a spark within, like, 10 months instead of your lot of 12. But if you're, like, a king, you know, your time is a, your time frame isn't 12 months. It's technically 8 months. And then once that spark dies, you end up, like, buying in. And, you, can go, you, you know, when you buy your next um, – when every time you die, your child then takes your, your – uh, your, like all your abilities and everything like that but you start again as like a level one kind of like it's it's a real interesting kind of engine and, and thought process for for a game and it's really going to be nice when it comes out but like you're saying like how you know you could take things and be a smuggler and you can trade back and forth you can do stuff like that in this or you could be part of like you know the guard towers which make sure that like one of the neighboring towns don't attack you or you could be a philosopher and, and you can end up teaching um, your uh, things you've learned to other people or, or they could teach you things. And, or, and, or you could be a scholar and just write all these information down on books and you could sell the books. So it's re it's got all these aspects of the game. It's really, really cool. But I'll I'll, I'll get you all, uh, off, off stream and I'll talk to you about that <laughs> because I could talk about it for hours because I'm so involved in it and it's really, really interesting. So, um, but yes. Anyhow, uh, why don't we tell? Why don't you tell everyone? Oh, I just smacked my microphone. Why don't you go ahead and tell everyone where we can find you, your times and your your twitters and all that fun stuff. Sure. Um. So not too much. Um. So I am Anchorman V two Xbox PlayStation Switch. If they have not allow me to have enough characters to put that as my title, uh, you can always uh, message me for my social security code. If you want to play with me on Switch? <laughs> um, I don't play that much Switch unless you want to get your get your. Uh, Blank beat on Smash Bros by King <laughs> K. Rool, um, but uh, so other than that, or Pokemon, um, yo, um, you can find me also same name everywhere. <laughs> I, I I try to make sure I have that brand synergy uh, across uh you know Instagram, Twitter, all those fun things. Um, you can find me on all those places. Um, other than that, you can go to Multiverse Show on YouTube. Uh, they also have a Twitter account, also have an Instagram, although we really use the Instagram. Um, you can go check us out on there. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, like I said, we do a show on Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, like I said, if you want to go check out that total uh, dumpster fire of a <laughs> game of the year show, wow. check it out on there. Like I said, we did the entire thing live. Every Everything was wheeled and dealed in front of everybody else. Like There, there was no background deal whatsoever like it, it was absolutely a blast for, to do and I, I love doing it every year even though we all get mad at each other and stop talking to each other for about 48 hours <laughs> <laughs> that's what friends that's what friends do right the only reason why we didn't do it was because of the mlb the show getting announced coming to xbox so <laughs> we were like what <laughs> that happens about midway through the show well, well, that, that's what happens when, when you have arguments with friends you don't talk for 24 hours and then you then you're fine again yeah, it, it it's like really the, the some of the best guys on there. I'd do anything for them. Um, like they they really are excellent people. So, that sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, well, I'm just gonna do a couple of outros for our, our friends here that that won't make it. First of all, I would like to say uh, on behalf of all of us, thank you very much, Anchorman, for coming and uh, you know talking with us today. You, you brought us a lot of insight from from what you did and where you came from, and and uh, I, I greatly appreciate you uh, taking the time out to to do that. So thank you very much. And I had a fantastic time. I hope you did too. 
Oh, thank you for the invite, man. No worries, no worries. We'll have you back when, when uh, maybe the rest of the cast is around and we can chit chat some more. And hopefully they got some questions after they, they listen to the show and, and that, you know, we'll, we'll get together again and, and we'll end up doing this again maybe next year. Sure. Sounds great. So, uh, once again, uh, L Boogie, uh, L Boogie 0208 on Twitter, on Mixer. Go check her out. Uh, old school style uh he is old school tech talk on twitter go check him out he also has a youtube page called old school tech talk about different types of you know technology like uh your phones and what's coming up new and and, and great things like that uh mj is a boss check him out on twitter uh he is doing the college thing he's almost done so hopefully he can be free and he can be back on you know twitch playing his games and check him out there it's very easy for him to find uh, and myself, I am Sneldo. That's S N A L Y D O. Uh, you can go check me out on uh, Twitch Monday to Friday at seven to ten, unless I am here. Uh, sometimes I run a little later than that. Usually, I'm usually up till about eleven. Uh, and you can hit me up on Twitter, uh, same name, uh, Discord. If you are part of the Iron Lords Discord, go check them out. Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, I'd like to thank all the viewers and everybody for coming, hanging out and talking to us in chat. I greatly appreciate all the questions. If anyone has any questions for our guests, please check out roundtables. Uh, I should say email us at roundtablestreamteam at gmail.com. Uh, we will try to ask our guests uh, those questions for you. Uh, go check us out on Twitter. It is TableStream. I know it's weird. The, the long name didn't fit uh go ahead and hit us up there you'll see who our guest is uh, usually try to get that uh, done early uh and usually give our time frames of what's going on in there or if you have any questions you can always hit me up directly uh i'd like to say thank you to the iron lords podcast who is on on sundays at 11 eastern time and check out lordsofgaming.net for your gaming news they, those guys are doing a fantastic job over there uh, myself and anchor are, are part of the crew trying to do stuff for them there um and the iron lords podcast i think they got two more weeks on sunday and then they're changing their times but uh go check them out um just so you guys know we will be back on monday next week we are doing a uh just a group of us just chit-chatting about the about the the year on, on what happened with us as streaming life and all that jazz and then uh, after that we'll uh, we'll probably be seeing you guys next year but uh i greatly appreciate if you guys come come back again and check us out there uh Thanks again, everyone. Have a fantastic time, fantastic week. And uh, remember, everyone, to dream big and keep gaming. And uh, we'll see everyone next week. Bye, everybody. Thank you.